0: Welcome to On the Horizon with Mark. Give me just a second and we are going to get Instagram Live going. And here we go. All right. Are we working? Looks like we are working. Bear with me, folks. This is my first Instagram Live. Um, Give a couple minutes. I said we were going to get started at 6 and we're just a couple minutes ahead of schedule, but that's all right. Um, you guys can come back and take a look at this part later we already actually do have our first question our first question is from our good friend Stephen Miller he was uh, asking about advice for uh, a sweaty backside in the woods um, I don't know what most of you guys do to control moisture in the backside um, I've tried a lot of different things it's something that I have definitely had a problem with in the past um, It's all about what you wear and what you're doing, um, regulating the heat down south. Um, I did, uh, for this year, pick up a set of marina, a pair of merino wool underwear by First Light, and that helped a lot. Um, Another thing, making sure you're keeping yourself clean. Uh, For those of you who are tent campers and backwoods, hunting type stuff uh making sure you keep yourself as clean as possible and knowing when to slow down i know sometimes it's kind of hard you want to just get right over the next uh get oh i got to get over this hill i got to get over this hill slow down take your time pace yourself uh keep the keep the sweat level down right Uh, it's all about the layers if you're wearing real heavy pants and it's not very cold out, you're gonna sweat. That, go, that, doesn't, that goes for lots of different things, not just your backside or your front side, <laughs> but your upper body too. Uh, for me, instantly, when I, you know, when you, when you get out of the truck, you're gonna be a little bit colder. Right when you get out of the tent, you're gonna be cold. You start hiking, you get about a mile in, you're gonna start perspirating. And it's all about having your layers set up right. Um, for me, I, I usually don't, concerned with layering up on the bottom i don't wear long johns um it, for me i can't i sweat too much uh, to prevent that swampy backside uh, that's why I, I don't do a lot of layers on the bottom um I, yeah uh when i start walking if i got a coat on i'll i'll have it zipped up once i start feeling more just start feeling warm i will unzip um, get to the top. I, there was plenty of times this year, elk hunting. I took my coat off and just had my hoodie. My just had my hoodie on. I do. Um, I like uh, like the Under Armour type uh, t-shirts to go underneath. That kind of kind of helps wick the air. You know, keep you know keeps keeps the air circulating. Helps uh, get that moisture off. Um, that's what works for me as far as upper body, lower body. Just keep yourself clean, man, and regulate the moisture. Um, making sure that you pace yourself. Don't just go hauling ass up the mountain, because hey, I gotta get there before daylight. If you're gonna be doing that, you need to make sure that you're uh, that you're layering up correctly. Um, I was hoping to get a few more people on here. Looks like. Either I am not live, or we don't have any questions yet. Let me get out of there. Yeah. If anybody's watching, let me know that you're watching. So yeah, like I was saying, uh, it's been a few weeks since we've gotten hold of you, since we've talked to you guys, I haven't done a podcast in a while, uh, I've been having trouble finding people that uh, have been able to have time to come on. Um, and we've been, I've been busy around here, uh, so we'll uh, kind of pick up where we left off with Elkton. Uh We didn't have any success. Uh, we, I, I saw a bull. Uh, one bull, we were heading back to the truck, had a bull run in front of us. And thankfully, it was midday. Uh, we probably spent like three hours trying to find him in this little section that he ran through. Uh, I know that he didn't keep running in the direction he went. Because we were able to circle back around, and there's a game fence on that side, and we went to the fence and back, so I think once we kind of circled back around and tried to cut him off, I think he dove back across the road uh, over onto private property, so that sucked, but it was nice to actually see Bull put eyes on something to know that I'm not just out there wandering through the woods. Uh, my son claims he saw bull I don't I don't know I wasn't there. I was at the truck getting all the stuff ready to go out to go hiking, and he went to the bathroom and I'm getting my stuff ready and he comes running back to me, out of breath, I just saw a bull. I was like, why didn't you shoot it? Uh, he learned the lesson of take your gun with you when you go to the bathroom, so there's another, there's another free tip, uh, if you go into the bathroom, take your gun with you. I've heard plenty of stories of old timers telling that story of shooting an elk going to the bathroom and my son learned that lesson the hard way this year <laughs> he heard me talking about it and he'd come laughing uh, so make sure you take your gun with you when you go to the bathroom it's a hard um, lesson <laughs> it's definitely a hard lesson um, We yeah it was hard hunting for us uh, we dealt with weather, we had snow in areas um, I actually did go up into the snow to try to to see if I we could find tracks um, one morning I went up and i got about a mile from the truck and decided it was gonna be a good idea to turn around and go back to the truck because if i didn't i didn't think i was gonna be able to get my truck out the snow was coming down so bad and um i, I think that was a good decision because the next time we got up that high uh there was probably a good foot of snow um and it it if i probably could have finished hunting up there and been fine but you know sometimes you never know when you were at higher elevations and it starts snowing it, i i felt it was safer for me to get out of there while i still could and uh kind of readjust my game plan from there uh we're in a very high pressured area there was over 1200 tags for that area and it seemed like everybody that had that tag was on in the same area i was you know you know, you kind of go through and and pre-scouting on X and going over the map and kind of where I knew elk were. The the bull that I saw is where I saw elk during turkey season. So they were the el- there were elk where I knew there was elk. You know, I tried as much as I could to to try to get into the area where I knew there were. Uh, unfortunately, they were held up in private property. So I tried a couple other places and really, really didn't see a lot. You know, the it's so thick and dead blow downs. Oh man, it's pretty nasty stuff. It's it's hard to find elk in that area. You know, everybody says the elk are where nobody wants to go and nobody wants to go there for a reason. You know, I there was a couple times that I got pretty frustrated on uh, some of the routes that we took. You know, it's kind of like. Why am I? Why am I walking through this? You know, you can't walk through it. You're, you know, you're crawling through it. So, yeah. But other than that, we had a good time. You know, me and my son, we hiked around, uh, saw a lot of big bucks running around. You know, rut was starting to to get in, and the um, rut was starting to kick in. So we saw a lot of deer. A lot of a lot of deer running around. Uh, unfortunately, not not a whole lot else. So, um, still no questions from anybody. Um, so yeah, uh, been busy. Uh, already looking forward to next year. Do well, yeah. I have a question for an audience member? You have a question. <laughs> okay. We have Does a- your wife want, or do you do it by yourself? You are my wife, so how can you ask know, that question? I know. Just have to ask that question. People know that you have a house full of girls that hunt? You just asked the question. I know. Does your wife hunt? You are my wife, so you already know the answer to that question. Do your daughters hunt? None. Oh. They're not old enough to hunt yet. You're asking questions you already know the answer to. I was trying to make... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to ask another question? Well, nope. I don't want to ask another question. Are you sure? a statement. You have a statement? When take... you see a deer, don't think it's an elk. Oh, yeah, that's another thing, yeah. So we were with my son, and uh stopped to take a break, and I set him again against a tree, and I turned around to see if he stopped next to a tree, or if he was standing in the wide open, because he likes to, to stop in the wide open, and he goes, elk, and I go... To spin around to the direction he's looking, and instantly I saw deer horns. and I was like, Oh, I turned around and told him, Thank you for not shooting at it because <laughs> it was a big, it was a big buck, not an elk, but he thought it was an elk at first sight. It was the exact color, and I just saw it out of the corner of my eye. Take those off to the trigger, I can two feet back. I'm going. I'm trying to do a podcast here, Caitlin. You're killing me. <laughs> so. I'm Alrighty, so we're about ten minutes in. Still no questions from anybody else. is anybody watching? It? Um, it doesn't show that anybody's watching. It just says I have six active followers, but I don't. It doesn't say anything about anybody watching. You should flip over to the Facebook So, no, we'll keep going on this. So yeah, we didn't have any luck. So we, I, I hiked probably sixty miles in. Uh, in the time we were there, uh, we did spend. Been... You know right? What? It doesn't, it.
1: it doesn't record what?
0: Like it doesn't save to your feet. Like it'll go to your story, but. That's fine. Oh. Did you send this notification out? What? Did you send the notification out that you're doing a live? Yes. Thank you. Your time. Oh, no. Why you have we, women in your life? We, we, you make sure you do the right shit. Alright, so, uh, yeah, so we didn't have any luck, had a good time, hiked our butts off, and uh, did see some elk. I need you to stop talking right now, I'm trying to do a show. So, um, but yeah, since... So, so we covered Steven's question. Um, other than that, like I said, uh, we're already getting geared up for next year. Um, those. Uh, well, so what do we got next? Oh, so super. we're gonna. So we're gonna. I'm gonna planning on going and uh, gonna try to do some predator hunting this winter. Uh, goose season hasn't turned out the way we wanted as far as being able to go out. Uh, the area I wanted to go to, I, I didn't realize that they closed it December 1st through March 31st. So that kind of busted up my plan. And uh, and decoys are expensive. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get some decoys. I, I, I had uh, some decoys that I knew where they were at, but they're not available for me right now. So I uh, couldn't do that. So we're going to try to do some predator calling. Brad's got a place that we might try to go to uh, and do that. And then... Um, probably gonna after that uh, we're gonna be gearing up for turkey season so (coughs) one thing uh, you guys remember um, is keep practicing before the season for turkeys uh, for calling don't just the week before season oh hey I should start practicing Uh, so let's go over um, how to take care of your calls uh, your reads put those in the refrigerator when you're not using them set them out when you're done using them set them out let them dry and then put them in the fridge and that'll just keep them cool that'll help the latex last longer and trying to do a show here you're killing me smalls be an active participant don't whisper (laughs) so um so we'll just go, I'll just uh, bust out a call. So um, these have been actually in the fridge for a while. So I just gotta bring them out, kinda lube them up a little bit. And those of you who don't know, so there is there is a difference between a turkey call and an elk call. Um, as you can see here, this is a turkey call and this is a triple reed and it's got a pretty aggressive cut on it. Um, I, I've i got, uh, this is a pretty most hooked, the most hooked series. I've actually got all four of them. I've got the orange, the green, the red, and the blue. Um, and depending on how much I practice or what I'm trying to do, each call does something different. Um, last turkey season, I was really able to do real good with the blue, but lately the orange one's been doing pretty good for me. So I just put it in like this, kind of get wet and if you haven't done it for a while it kind of tickles tickles the tip of your tongue so i'm kind of fighting that a little bit right now but you put it in like this and it'll go the roof the roof of your mouth like that and you do the hooked the hooked part or the cut part up you put it in like this one real simple it's all the it's all about uh getting over that that vibration in your mouth that'll help help you um help you get over that um handheld calls work really good but it's really hard to do a hand call and shoot your gun at the same time they do make little squeaker boxes on a string that you can attach to your shotgun um but it for me it was cheaper and easier to learn how to use a read so it's easy if uh you're hunting by yourself, and I, I've turkey hunted with a few buddies, but for the most part when I go out, I'm by myself, so I need something that I can put in my mouth and be able to to do a call when I got one coming in so and I, uh, my turkey vocabulary is not real big right now. I'm just really trying to get good at just the yelps for right now. Um, I think it's better to get really good at one instead of being shitty at all of them <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm coming from so I do a yelp and I can kind of change it a little bit so that's what happens when you haven't had it in your mouth for a while it takes you a minute to get in there right where' this baby <laughs> I, had, I, twist, I had it in my mouth twisted just a little bit and that'll even throw it off got it again in there just right. Well, <laughs> ah. <laughs> so that's kind of my basic now that reed will kind of get out there and penetrate through the woods a little bit better than um like a handheld slate or a glass call which i have have those as well i just didn't want to dig them out for tonight i didn't know kind of what direction we were going to go with questions but i'm just kind of filling filling gaps right here until we get uh somebody on here to ask a question and see what's going on um so that's what we do there um that's for turkey um i'm also not i'm still practicing elk calling um uh, right now, I have the uh, the Phelps game calls, the the amp series. I got the orange amp. Uh, you can see that this is just a triple. This is just a single reed with a pallet plate on it. Um, I like it. It's supposed to uh, Phelps says it's supposed to be more like an immature bull, cow call at the same time. So I'm not too bad. I'm get I'm all right with it. I'm not. I'm definitely not entering any contests anytime soon, but. So and then this actually came with uh the, the bugle tube uh, they designed this to to it's smaller than the big baseball bats i didn't really want one of the big baseball bats yet i'm like i said i'm still kind of getting into to learn how to use these uh i'm doing pretty good and uh i really like it like i said it's made to fit in a water bottle jug in your backpack that's why it doesn't have a big string you know it, you're not gonna be able to play out pine corn wiffle ball, ball with it, so, um, but it's not too bad. Yeah, gives this thing in my mouth. And that can help you project that call out a little bit better. And, and it, it sounds really good, you know. Not a, little, not a whole lot of uh, calling when you're doing late season. Um, more or less spot and stock type stuff. Um, you could use a cow, you know, if you got a bull coming in and he, he's walking, he's stopping, you can hit him with a cow call and he'll, that'll stop him. So that, that'll help with that. Um, bugling, uh, I can do a little bit. Um, I've been really practicing uh, buzzing my lips and not too bad at it. So I'll, 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 sh- I'll give you a bugle without buzzing. And it, it's, it's a, they call it a loc- locator bugle. So this is kind of what I do. Uh, Sorry, folks. Got the whole family in the house. Okay, I'm trying to do a show. Can you please be quiet? So, all right. So that's kind of a locator bugle. You now it starts real. It starts low. Goes up to it. You could tell that it was really high pitched. And then that's kind of that immature bull. Is got a little bit more higher pitch to it. And then um, I can do a little bit of a growl in the beginning, and then uh, try to buzz my buzz my I didn't do it on that one I'll do it on the next one I'll buzz my lips and kind of you can hear the difference and at the the end is the chuckles and that's what they consider the the locator bugle so this one I'm going to try to buzz my lips on this one and I'm going to do a little bit of a growl in the front of it too forgot to buzz my lips on that one so it definitely that buzz definitely that's pretty cool um watching uh Dirk Dunham do that and he he's he's pretty badass at doing that um so that's that's kind of what I'm practicing on that's what I'm doing um like I said already getting ready for for elk hunting for next year um my wife got a bow uh for her birthday she's welcome to welcome Caitlin um, she's practicing that. Uh, I actually got my hands on a used bow. My dad's old Hoyt Magnatec, and I'm getting new strings on that right now. I've been waiting for the strings to come in. They're getting it. Hopefully, you should have that by this week, so I can start practicing. I don't know if I'm going to bow hunt this year. I'm definitely going to to get practicing. I'm probably going to let it. Probably for I, I don't know. It's too early to tell. I might. I might just focus on trying to help my wife get into elk hunting with the bow that way it can be the main focus of trying to help her uh, in areas that she's not familiar with 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 elk hunting. Um, It's going to be a learning experience for the both of us. I don't have a whole lot of uh, early season elk hunting experience, so it's going to be fun. Um, That's why I think it's going to be best to just focus on uh, one tag, not two. I think that'll be a little bit easier, a little less pressure on the both of us. You know, I'll be working on calling and all that, while she can focus on uh, on what she wants to do as far as uh, how she wants to attack it. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of things going on there. It's going to be real fun, and uh, we we'll go from there. And then uh, we're already talking about uh, putting in for tags. You know, hope. hope for, uh, the one tag I'm really hoping I'm hoping to get a couple antelope tags this year. Um, I've said it before; this is one of my favorite favorite things. Um, I'm gonna do a couple different. Uh, not sure what, for deer uh, for what I'm gonna do uh, as far as units I'm gonna put in for. I, I think I'm gonna start trying to get into some different areas that I've never hunted before, just to just to kind of challenge myself as far as hunting new areas. I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a lot of fun just kind of venturing out and and getting different and finding different areas in the state to, to hunt and hopefully just keep building on uh, my knowledge on that so yeah that's kind of what we got going on so uh right now we don't have any questions from anybody so um we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and leave this as a short one um please uh Shoot us message on anything you guys want to talk about, and hopefully we can uh, do more of these things like this Um, and uh, see what we can do. All right, so we're going to go ahead and end Instagram, and we'll see you guys later. Okay. All righty, all you listeners on the podcast radio we will catch you next time on the horizon